0: Thank you. What's up, guys?
1: Welcome back to another episode of Everything But Hockey. I'm your host, Andrea Helfrich, and we have got a fire conversation lined up for you today. And I say that because there is something for everyone on this episode, whether you are a Flyers fan, dancer, cheerleader, performer, future bride, content creator, or just obsessed with TikTok, which you'll probably know who my guest is in that case. Her name is Cass. She runs the TikTok Cass in the City, and she recently hit 100,000 followers. And if you don't follow her. She goes all around Philadelphia and the outside areas and shows us the coolest restaurants, the must have tacos, the hidden gems where you can find the best cheesecake, tulip farms that you don't know existed where you can get like that perfect Instagram photo. So like I said, you're gonna wanna follow her at the end of this if you don't already. And I mentioned 100,000 followers, you guys. She did that in less than five months. And just to drop some perspective if you're not in the growing your numbers game, I think I have like 900 followers on TikTok and I'm not trying, but I'm not saying that was easy. Like it is a really hard platform to grow your numbers on. So snaps for that. And she's on the Flyers ice team. So if you've been to a game, you know exactly who I'm talking about. You've seen him performing on the concourse, next to you in the arena, on the ice, the whole nine. And the cool thing is she's been on the team for four years. So she's got all the perspective on this from the audition process to what is a game day like and what are non-game days like. And I mentioned future brides listen up because Cass is also planning a wedding for the umpteenth time, which so many of us can relate to because of 2020. So she'll share some of those wedding details that are really cool. And for fear of giving away this whole episode, we're just going to jump right in. One, thank you for doing this. Two, congratulations, yeah. 100,000 followers on TikTok. Thank
0: you. I was hoping to hit it like a lot sooner. I made a bet with my fiance that like I would hit it like in February and I didn't, but I was like, it's okay because it's still sweet. Like it doesn't matter when I hit it.
1: Were you on TikTok before the pandemic or like when did you start? No. Cast in the city.
0: Yeah, so when I got on TikTok, it was like at that point in quarantine where everybody else like, you know, was kind of joining just to like burn time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, you know, I made a couple videos with friends here and there, but like nothing like really consistent. And then come like November, I went, actually it was October. In October, I went to one of my favorite places um, called the Cheesecake Lady and it's right outside of the city and when I went there and I was like you know what I want to make sure I post about it because I go there all the time there's always a line it's so good um, and when I posted about it it did really well and I was like you know what let me post another one of my favorite spots and then it just kind of go like kept going from there on and yeah so I guess like in October
1: wow and then your goal was to hit 100 in February which
0: is yes
1: that is a speedy ascension and I love it. it but is. like, what, what did you do to grow so quickly? Because if you were thinking you're going to hit hundred in February, like your growth was it's on fire.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really just been like consistency, like consistently posting, um, but also like posting like authentically, like right. TikTok is a platform where it's very authentic. Like they, like you, you can read through if it's an ad or somebody's trying to sell you stuff really quick. Um, So you just have to be authentic. So it it really did take me showing my favorite places and what I really do love.
1: You can't post what you're posting on Instagram reels on TikTok and vice versa, right? Like you really have to make content for that platform for your audience there.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes, you really do. Because like Instagram's algorithm is totally different from TikTok's Um, and TikTok wants you to use their features and their, you know, their app to make your videos same with Instagram. Instagram wants you to use their features and use their app to create your Instagram Reels. So it is a little bit challenging to try to do them both, but you also do have two different you know, audiences on both. So you kind of have to tailor to both of them if that's what you want to do.
1: Oh, I give you so much credit because I, of course, got on the TikTok thing and then I was like, wow, this is a lot. And then I was like, well, I'm, I'm having more fun on Instagram. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, let me repurpose the content. But then that just felt wrong because how are you going to say to people, Oh, follow me on TikTok," And they're going to see the same stuff there. It's like, right. Right. What would you say like helped you? Because I feel like you've got a really great niche. You've got that angle, which, you know, we, we hear so much about what do you do to grow your brand and all this. So I feel like you're doing everything that seems right on paper. Did you kind of do
0: that on purpose or did it just fall into place naturally? Well, when I first started posting, it kind of then like my following grew really quick. So at first it felt like very new to me trying to like or stay organized and stay like you know authentic. But um what really did it for me is like me putting myself out there. I reach out to brands, businesses, restaurants, like all the time probably every day I reach out to probably like five to ten different businesses um and just like I reach out and I'm like hey would you be interested in working with me um and like letting me come and feature you you seem very interesting like I think my audience would like you know be very interested in you um and of course sometimes I get no's but I think it's just putting yourself out there and just trying because I mean, the worst anybody can ever say is no. So just, you know, try whatever you love to do. If it's, you know, fashion or whatever it is, just like, you know, put yourself out there.
1: That is such a good reminder. And like, you had no shame in the game. Yeah. Obviously you had to start from zero, no followers. Yes. So, right. and you were still reaching out to people in the beginning, like, hey, I've got a couple hundred or I've got a few thousand, like, can I come by? Right?
0: Yes. So um, blessings, Um Actually, when I first started, um, and like I said, I was just quarantine, having fun with it, I posted um, about my experience on Say Yes to the Dress. And that video did extremely well out of nowhere. And I was like, I don't even know anything about TikTok. So I actually gained like a little bit of following from that, you know, maybe like a thousand followers. And then I went on my bachelorette trip, did some fun, like girl gang, like bachelorette videos, like of us, like changing into like our cute clothes. And that did really well too. And so my following grew a little bit, but I was still very well, like under 5,000 followers when I started like reaching out to other, you know, businesses, especially locally to Philly, um, because I do love to like mainly focus on small businesses here. Um, so that was like when it started to snowball into then becoming a bigger thing um, and just growing from there.
1: Wow. Okay. But you still, you talked about consistency. So it's like you are putting yes. in the work. Do you have like a content calendar? And I'm sure you've got a-
0: Oh my gosh. Yes.
1: What does that look yes. like?
0: My calendar right now is like booked out till July. It's, Wait a minute. So when you say like, booked- It's April. So you have- Cause... I plan out as far in advance as I can. Like if I'm doing like an Airbnb somewhere, if I'm going to a restaurant somewhere, if I'm going to like, I went to a yoga class on Sunday. Um, and I had that on my calendar for like three months. So I just like to plan things as far in advance as I can. And yes, just, say, just stay very, very organized. I like to then, of course, naturally, if there's like, you know, just a nice day, like there's, it's beautiful outside today. So I'm going to go out and make sure I just go do something. So that's like more spur of the moment. Um, but that's also then where my Instagram can differ from my TikTok because then I'm more so just like posting to my story and maybe posting a regular post, um, and a little bit different from like an actual like TikTok video. Wow.
1: There's, there is, there yeah. is so much that goes into it, but it looks so much fun. Like I, what would you say your favorite places so far that you visited might be hard. Cause you've been to so many.
0: Oh yeah. Um, my favorite place, the tacos
1: looked lit with that long wait. You waited like two hours yes, for some tacos. Two hours.
0: Yes. They were fantastic. That was at the underground art center. Um, uh, but I think my favorite so far might be steak Forty Eight. I went there and that was like, they opened up this fall in Philly and they're like a fine dining restaurant. And that experience from like top to bottom was absolutely amazing.
1: What made it? Was it just everything? Atmosphere, food, service? Everything.
0: Absolutely everything. You'll go there and you will be like, wow. Like literally just, just wow.
1: I assume it's a steak place.
0: Yes. (laughs) But they also have really good seafood. They also have really good seafood. Um, And just the service, it's really like great if you want to get really dressed up, you know, great fine dining. Um, But then I really do love the first place that I featured, um, which was the Cheesecake Lady. Like it's just a small mom and daughter business. They sell out every day that they open and they just make cheesecakes, just cheesecakes. And it works for them. And it's fantastic. And they're so sweet.
1: I love that you get to like find these stories and these people through what you're doing now. Like it's all- very cool, which
0: yeah, I I love to definitely connect with them.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a perfect excuse to like one, try new spots, eat food, meet new people. Like it's such a cool brand that you built. Um, which like, did you know you wanted to do this? Was this something you always kind of had in you prior to the pandemic when like life was too busy
0: to kind of yeah. look at those passions? A lot of people ask that too. A lot of people ask me that. And I'm always like, Yeah, I kind of have always been into like finding like good places to eat, good places to go, activities to do, and then basically like writing a Google review or like Yelp review. And so I just basically took all of my research that I do to like make sure I have like a great weekend plans for my fiance and I or just something if friends are coming into town and started just showing what I'm doing on TikTok and it's like really working for me. So I was like, this is great because I really do have fun doing this. And it's like kind of weird, I guess, to spend hours researching like what is the hottest thing to do but I, I don't know I love doing it
1: no you're the friend that everyone wants to have when you're like oh where do I go for a good cheesecake good piece of yeah like whatever it is yes. so yeah I bet the notes in your phone are fire like I oh my gosh yeah yeah I'm gonna need your breath. Uh, <laughs> I I could just go on I your really tiktok
0: I really do though have recommendations for like everything and that's like that's what I definitely think everybody's go-to is they text me if they like are trying to make plans for something and I have a whole list to send them.
1: Yeah I can see why like even just you posted um like in a tulip farm the other day and I was like oh Oh babe should we go here for photos? He's like we don't need any more photos (laughs) but that's the cool thing like Philly has so much to offer you just you gotta look for it sometimes.
0: So, yes. And that's what most of my audience comments. Like, I feel like I get a comment like that on every single video is I had no idea any of this was in Philly. And I'm like, Philly is massive, massive. It really is. It's like a smaller version of New York city. Like it is massive.
1: And it's just so layered. I feel like we're an onion. There's just like a lot to it, to the city that is not, (laughs) onion. (laughs) we're an onion. It's just not apparent to the, to the surface level people, but we appreciate digging in and like showing those those amazing, yummy places that you're showing. It's so cool. That's totally it.
0: We know, are we like just
1: went off on a TikTok tock tangent. Yeah. Um, but we also have to talk about you being on the ice team. You're the first member of the ice team they've ever had on the show. So I'm very excited to finally get an insider's look. You guys are the cheerleaders, the dancers, the philanthropists, the biggest fans, like you have so many different roles. How long have you been on the team? So this is my fourth season,
0: although it's been a weird season, Of course, still yeah. in my fourth season.
1: I know you guys have to audition yeah. every year. Even if you've made the team, you have to re-audition, which is always like so terrifying.
0: Yes, no, it really is. Um, but yeah, so I came to auditions. Um, I moved to Philly um, in 2017 and I found out about Flyers auditions because I've always been wanting to go to like professional level of cheerleading and I heard about them and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. Um, I have nothing to lose. And so I went and luckily I made the team. And of course, then from there, it's like, oh my gosh, like I just have entered in a whole new life. Um, and it's so exciting from, yeah, the appearances and the community that we get to do, like, that's probably my favorite thing. And I actually get to do an appearance this week, which is my first one back since the pandemic. I'm going to um, be there. Of course, all. I'm excited and then of course all the games we get to do like I love telling people about like being an NHL cheerleader because it's so different from NFL and NBA because we actually get to interact with our fans like in NFL and NBA there's always that division of like either they're on the field or they're on the court like we are right there with our fans in the stands we get to interact with them in pre-game um, mid like you know, at any time of the game, basically we get to interact with fans and it is the absolute best experience ever to like really connect with people. There's so many, you know, season ticket members that you see every single game and you develop a relationship with them. You look forward to seeing them. Um, if something like, you know, if there, if something ever happens, you're like, Oh my gosh, what happened? Like I'm here for you. Um, And I just love the whole Flyers family, like the people that work, the concessions, like the people, the ushers. Oh my gosh. I bring them Christmas gifts. Like I love the Flyers family. It's, it really is. It's a whole family at the Wells Fargo center.
1: And it's funny that you say about like knowing some of our season ticket members lives, but it's true. Like they'll come you're bringing me back to like over a year ago when we do like the pregame show on the concourse and they'd be lining up to watch you guys perform. And then I would always see like, you know, little check-ins, this, that. Uh, if, if
0: anything, just yes. let's take a selfie. Yeah, no, it is. It's it's the greatest. Seriously, like there's just been so many fantastic experiences that have come from doing the flyers, and just at the end of the day, I get to do something I love, like in another you know way.
1: Yeah, no, it's a really cool, and it is like you said, so different from the other cheerleader or dancer roles. So that makes it yeah. unique. But bring me like. This year has been weird. So we're going to just go back to over a year ago. (laughs) Bring me through like what the day was like on game day because I would see you guys, you know, I'd see you guys intermittently, but I know you were doing so much more than I got to see because I was in other sections of the arena. So walk me through what game day will be like again one day.
0: (laughs) So we always like, you know, of course we pack our suitcase. We arrive to the game usually about two hours before. Before the doors open and the doors open, like normally two hours before the puck drops. Um, so we're there even earlier. And that's, you know, for us to get ready, for us to practice, rehearse, um, go over any information about the game day that we need to know. Um, and then of course, pregame starts, we are always up intermittent or mingling with the fans um, up on the concourse. And then once we come downstairs um, again, we get ready for the game time. Then we refresh and up, go on up and it's time to, you know, dance, perform. Maybe we have hits for the camera, um, anything like that. And then we are usually the last ones to leave too. So like once all the fans, um, you know, rush out of the stadium, normally then we then grab our bags and are able to leave too. So we're normally like one of the first people there and one of the last people to go. And it's, it's, that's like an eight hour day, right? Yes. It's usually a very, very long day. Um, And it depends. Oh my goodness. If there is overtime and a shootout, you already know it's going to be a late one.
1: And you guys are doing this all while in school, having other jobs. Like this is part of like part of your life, not your entire life. So how did you balance that? Were you going, were you in school during the time? Like, tell me what that looked like?
0: Yeah. So, so when I made the team, I was working full-time as a gymnastics director. Um, so I would say all of the, the girls on the team also work either a full-time job or are in school full-time and then manage, yeah, doing this just part-time because it's just something we love doing. Um, and it is a lot. I'm very big about time management and scheduling. So it does really work well for me because I just make sure to schedule it out um, as best as I can. And what's great about our our organization is that we're very flexible. Um, Not every single girl works every game. So there's usually about two to three girls off every game. So you kind of rotate, you know, if you have class on like a Tuesday night, you just kind of let our director know, hey, I can't be there Tuesday nights, you know, and something like that. So we just make sure then it's kind of a team effort. If somebody gets sick and we need to fill in, you know, we all just are there for one another.
1: That's awesome. And not as intimidating as maybe people think, and such, you know, it is, it is such a big commitment, but it's nice that there's that flexibility that you mentioned.
0: Yeah. I recommend anybody doing it. If, if they have a passion for dance here, anything like that
1: audition wise I guess what level of dance skill do you need
0: so I actually did not come from a dance background I'd say half of our team did um but I come from a gymnastics and cheerleading background um so it is a great like kind of in between our team is very like half dance half cheer um Mm -hmm. with our like skill set Um, so if you even have a background in either of those, I would recommend like doing it. If you are an ice skater, we also love our skaters because half of our team is skaters and they're on the ice shoveling during intermissions breaks. And they're so hardworking too. But if you love ice skating and you have a, you know, a history in it, come out for the ice team and either way, like whether you want to cheer, you want to dance or you want to skate. Um, there's really like a position I feel like for anybody that, you know, has had an interest in it or a passion for it in the past.
1: And there's also other elements of the um, actual audition, right? There's an interview.
0: Yes. We have an interview round too. I think that was my scary, like that was probably the scariest portion for me because that's when you're actually like one-on-one they're, you know, hammering you with questions and um, it can be a little overwhelming, but as long as you you go into a kind of like a job interview, it really Mm -hmm. is a job at the end of the day. It's very professional. So you do have to be ready to answer um, just like how you would be having to answer with fans on a regular, you know, game day. So it is like a good way to make sure that you are comfortable speaking with other people and that, you know, you are well-spoken. But that was definitely my my most nervous part was when it was time for the interview because I just was like, oh my gosh, like what are they gonna ask me? But it really wasn't bad at all. And our directors and our coaches and the staff, the flyers are all very welcoming and make you feel a lot lot better about it. But we do have to audition every year, even if you've made the team um, before. So that I feel like my second and third year was like- Yeah, they're not letting
1: anyone get comfortable. They're like, you gotta
0: prove it, come back each time. Yes, you have to make sure that you've been, you know, on time for your game days, you haven't missed an appearance that you signed up for that you really are, you know, the person that you put yourself out to be when they originally hired you. Um, but it's, it's totally worth it. And like, I, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like my best, I feel like life experiences have happened because of like the flyers.
1: And I feel like you've made so many best friends. I see you guys like before, you know, hanging out and just joining each other to celebrate whether it was like birthday or whatnot. It's really like sweet to yeah. see all these friendships form from
0: it. One of my bridesmaids in my wedding is from, because we, you know, she's on the team with me at Flyers, you know, so I, I definitely wouldn't trade any of it for the world.
1: And, you know, uh, when you mentioned like the nerves that come with interview, I can totally relate. Like I've been there either for auditioning for pageants or even like the Eagles. And that was so intimidating, Mm -hmm. but do you feel like whether you make it or not, you leave there and you're like, you feel so much taller than when you walked in because you did it. You did it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I tried out for seven pro teams before I made a pro team, which was the Philadelphia Flyers. So I, every time I heard no before, which is, it's fine. It's all like, it's okay. I still did it. I did my best. I wouldn't change anything, but I can learn from this. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can, you know, do things a little bit differently, but I did my best. And that's amazing. This is something that a lot of people would not even think to do. Mm -hmm. And I did it. Mm -hmm. So then when I actually made it, oh my gosh, it made it even like that much sweeter to hear like my number called. I just like, you know, because I was like, I've heard no so many times. And I was like, see, I knew it was worth it. I knew it was worth to keep trying. And that's why I'm always about putting yourself out there. Like, just do it.
1: I could not agree more. And I can relate because when it comes to Miss Philadelphia, um, I competed three times before I won. So I was third runner up twice then first runner up and then the fourth year. And I think this was like the last, no, it wasn't my last year of eligibility, but I think it was like the last year that I was, I was probably so like, just like, okay, like this has gotten to a point (laughs) where maybe it's just not meant. Um, But then finally, like the fourth year it it all aligned and it felt like, okay, it was meant to be this year. So that's another thing. Like if it doesn't happen for you when you first try or you second try, it just might mean like there's a different opportunity that yep. you are supposed to be available for or whatever. I don't know. I'm a very positive, optimistic. Exactly. Like you got to just, what else other ways are to look at it?
0: Timing is everything. It really is. So you no. can't just give up though. If you hear no. So yeah, yeah again, to anybody, that might even want to go pro, cheer, dance, any industry, like just keep going for it if that's what you want to do.
1: It's such good advice. And just hearing like the enthusiasm in your voice, like I can tell it's just such a feel good, feel good thing. And it's awesome to like hear your perspective on it. So thank you for sharing that with us.
0: You're welcome. Um, I want to know about,
1: which I feel like the wedding, your wedding has been like, you've had to reschedule it, you are still in the planning yes. process. You were also, wait, did you say you're on Say Yes to the Dress? Yeah,
0: so I did Say Yes to the Dress. Um, and I, so my fiance actually proposed to me at a Flyers game during mid performance one time. Actually. I did not know, wait, um, stop, walk yeah. us through it,
1: walk us through it, tell oh, me. Yeah,
0: so um, it was November in 2018. Um, my fiance like it was a snowstorm game too of course like I'm just trying to like I'm so overwhelmed if it's snowing and we have a game day because the game still goes on here um oh yeah that's one thing in hockey
1: no matter how much (laughs) it snows we don't we don't cancel the game
0: we don't exactly so I was like just trying to like focus on getting to the game and normally I'm that teammate that's like hey does anybody else need me to pick you up on the way like you know I'll come get you but this time I was like, I just gotta get to the game. And so I was so focused with other things. I didn't even think about what my fiance was doing that day. And lo and behold, here I am doing a performance um, on the concourse and my fiance, like the my teammates and my coach, they break out into like a different song. I black out when I dance, so I didn't even notice. And I thought I wait, they broke out into
1: into a different song. Like, um, a different
0: song. What's it called? What's
1: what's like the group performance called when you see it? I'm like a
0: flash mob. Yeah, 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 thank you. Kind of, kind of, but it was like, I just was like, oh my gosh, like my coach is going to be mad at me. I clear, like, I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm in trouble. Because you messed up. You thought I was like, I was like, yes, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, that's it. I'm, I'm going to be cut from the team. Like, I didn't, I missed. I missed like that. We, we must've changed the dance. I wasn't paying attention and no, they all were in on it. Then like the ice skaters from the team came out with like signs and it said, will you marry me? My fiance came out. It was really cute. And so, yeah, so that happened in 2018 right away. I've like always dreamed on going to say yes to the dress and shopping at Kleinfeld. So I of course like, you know, went online, filled out, you know, my application three times actually, because I didn't hear back from them. Persistency. Um, If this is teaching you nothing, guys. Exactly. Um, And then they contacted me back and said, Hey, we're doing a special season. Um, We're casting one couple from every state. We still don't have one for Pennsylvania. Would you be interested? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, we already have our wedding venue here and everything. And they were like, Um, they're like, yeah, because it's one massive wedding ceremony in central park. Oh, so this wasn't even about your dress anymore or was it about? It was both. It was both. It was like a special season. So I was like, I was like, I don't know. I've I've only seen the regular say yes to the dress. And they're like, yeah, so everybody's going to get married at one time. All of the girls are going to come shop for their dress at the same time. It's going to be a whole thing. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, we already have everything lined up for here. Contracts are signed. Like I can't get my money back. Um, but they were like, no, they were like, we'll pay for your dress. We'll pay for your accommodations. You just basically come for the experience. And they were like, and you don't have, and they said, and you don't have to legally get married. They were like, that's up to you. So I was like, okay. Then I was like, I'll do it then. I was like, I'll apply for the show. So I applied, um, and I didn't hear anything back. And then one day I'm at work and Randy shows up to my job with a camera crew and everything telling me I got picked to be on the show. And Wait, I was, was, one of this, the 10 was this at work with the Flyers or at gymnastics? Work at my, work at gymnastics. Okay. I was like, I miss yeah. this too. I know. <laughs> there's so, there's so much to it. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, so I got picked to be on the show. I was one of like the 10, um, 10 out of the 50 states that got my own episode um, to like go dress shopping. They flew my mom up from Florida so she could be there to dress shop with me. Um, I got to pick out the dream dress like I've always wanted um, and Haley Page is my favorite designer and she actually surprised me there. It was it was fantastic so I did a wedding but I would call it more of like a fake wedding because it was for TV but some of the some of the couples did make it real we just did not um, and that was in 2019. So yeah, um, I've been a bride for a long time. I've been a fake bride.
1: So wait, so, just to uh, bring everyone up to speed, you're still
0: not married. No, we're still not legally married. So we had our date way back then set for June of 2020. Okay. Um, and with the pandemic in last April, we decided to postpone it till August because everybody was had the hope that everything would just open back up, but it didn't. So then we had postponed again till this June so we are officially moving forward with this June of 2021 and no matter what the show is going to go on because I'm like it, it has to like I can't I can't keep waiting <laughs> oh
1: my gosh well praying that everything goes off without a hitch I feel feel good about it for you where are you doing it
0: yeah so we are getting married actually outside of Philly um in a town called Gap Pennsylvania Um, it's in between Lancaster and King of Prussia. It's a lot like brides. It is a lot cheaper to get married outside of the city. Um, so I fell in love with a venue out there called white chimneys and it is so beautiful. I, I just, I am so interesting
1: immediately white chimneys gap,
0: white chimneys. It is beautiful. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with it. Um, and I just went back there a couple weeks ago and that's when it like Really hit me because I haven't been back since the pandemic, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm excited again." Like, Wait, it's, it's stunning.
1: Beautiful. How would you yeah. even describe this? I mean, I'm seeing like a gorgeous outdoor area. I would say it's like barn.
0: farm. Mm-hmm. I would say it's farmish. It is on a farm, but it's definitely like um, also kind of vineyard vibe. Particular. Yeah, they have like a beautiful, like gardeny, like courtyard area. It's it's very very pretty.
1: Wow, this is going to be stunning. Yeah, so
0: I'm excited. The whole, um, our whole wedding concept is music festival. So it's going to be very Coachella, Woodstock-esque. Yeah, me and my fiance met at a music festival. So we kind of want to bring that, like the Coachella, Woodstock vibes to Pennsylvania.
1: Did you carry that theme through to like the invitation, making it like a lineup or like, did you do anything? Like how hard are you going? My
0: invitation... My invitation is pretty, it it gives a very, like festival vibe to it. It definitely starts to paint the picture. Um, Our hashtag is MatthewsFest. And we're just, once everybody gets there, they'll see all of the festival features coming into it. Like they'll all get wristbands and like it'll, yeah,
1: I'm excited. That's so cool. Geez, now I'm like, wow, a theme. I was just trying to yeah, figure out like I, what I floral really like, theme I wanted. I love that you have a theme like that. That's really cool. Well,
0: I, I feel like a lot of brides do pick like a color palette and maybe it's like, yeah, that's where I thought the theme, theme. ended. Yeah. No, <laughs> I yeah, think... no. I'm, I'm very extra. Like that's, that's literally me. So I was like, honestly, I was like, I really kind of love like Coachella, like looking parties. And I was like, what if I did that into a wedding? So I was like, That kind of fits us because we met at a music festival. That's so cool. Now,
1: but are you still wearing the Haley Page dress that you found at Kleinfeld's or are you? We will have
0: to see.
1: (sighs) I can imagine Nobody
0: knows.
1: I could definitely see you having like an alternative option to fit this whole theme as well. I'm excited to see what you do. Um, I'm sure we'll see videos on TikTok, Instagram?
0: Of course. Of course. Definitely.
1: That's so exciting. Congratulations. And I wish you guys the best with that. I can imagine how you are just so ready to do it.
0: Oh yes, definitely. I'm sure you are too, even though like you still haven't been engaged for too, too long, but I'm sure you're ready to like, it's exciting.
1: It is exciting. It's exciting. But of course, like, you know, it's nerve wracking because God forbid something does happen between now and then that
0: we just don't expect. But luckily like, you know, I'm just gonna stay positive. That's all we can do. Hey, if we can plan a wedding in a pandemic then I think we we got everything else covered. <laughs> we can do
1: anything. I love it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I wanna get some of your recommendations. Like let's pretend Amazon storefront because I know people that are also content creators and wanting to either get into it or maybe just elevate what they've got. Um, Give me like some of your, like your top three favorite filming amazing tripod. Um,
0: I, yes, I have a great tripod. Um, and I even I can probably even if anybody needs it, I can send you the link to it It was like a $30 one on Amazon. So it's affordable, but it's a very durable collapses down to like make it small so you can travel with it. Um, great lighting. Um, ring lights are great, but I did upgrade into like some nice heavy duty, um, lighting because I did want better lighting. So always, if you can add a little bit of more lighting to your stuff, I recommend it. And then also wait, go back, what's the brand
1: of your light? Because I am always searching for new lighting. Mm. Do you remember? Is it newer by any chance? I don't remember. Yes. No, it is. It is. I, I recently discovered it. newer uh, through some production friends just saying this is a great brand and it, they've got different mm-hmm. levels to their, like the cost yeah. of the equipment. So it is yep. affordable or you can go like high, high Yes. End. Okay. Right.
0: I would, I love it because they also have like portable, like battery packs. So, like say you can't like have a plug or something. You can literally like still take this them with you. Like if you're doing something, like I, I love it. Definitely. Do you roll up with the
1: light at the restaurants when you film-
0: I I look crazy when no shame. I go places, honestly. I don't have shame. I bring my tripod. But your content looks good. I, so right. So I'm like, it's okay. Like in the moment it, it's kind of like people might stare at me, but I don't care because like, you know, they don't have to understand. It's for me to understand. Um, but a big game changer for me that I recommend like any influencer, blogger, whatever, get is a portable changing room. It's like a little pod that you can pop open. What and it like collapses down. Oh my gosh, you can get them on Amazon, literally just like Amazon search, like portable changing room. And they just like, are like these little tents. It probably looks like a porter potty, but like it just pops up and then you can just collapse it back down in like a small little bag. Because then if you want to bring multiple outfits with you, because sometimes like I do like different like photo spots around Philly or like different thrifting spots. And maybe I want to change my outfit in between. If you bring the little changing pod, you just set it up on the sidewalk. And then you just- I was about to say, where are you setting this this tent I just set up on the sidewalk yeah but it's not it's not like too big it's literally like the size of your body you know
1: okay so you just set it on up and crawl on in has anyone ever been like weird and you're like someone's in here no no okay
0: nobody's been weird nobody's been weird
1: that is such a hot tip I have never heard of that and it makes a lot of sense because these reels i see these girls especially in europe like paris and where they do these Mm -hmm. reels eiffel tower or whatever somewhere in barcelona you know in front of um that church you always see these reels with outfit changes and i'm like where are these girls going to get changed
0: yeah you can't keep always asking people to like oh can i do you guys have a bathroom no just literally bring your own little pop-up tent it's great And and it collapses down into like nothing And normally they have a little handle on it too I, so it might be extra, but it works. And I'm sure ch- a lot of people use them. Then you'd like be surprised.
1: No, I've, I've never heard of that. And I feel like it's such an insider tip that I I love because I've never heard it. So that is <laughs> like, I'm still kind of shooketh that that's what, and they're yeah. cheap. They're like 15 bucks. I am dead. No shame in the game. So what's, you know, something that you have is like a ton of confidence. A lot of people it's hard to put yourself out there and like roll up with equipment and then like change on the sidewalk, like everything you're doing. It's so admirable, but maybe people that are a little bit like scared or uncomfortable that, you know, people are looking at them. What advice can you give that helps kind of throw that
0: away? Well, my thing that I always say when I'm with people, I like, if I bring my fiance with me or friends with me, and they're always like, kind of a little embarrassed, like secondhand embarrassed for me because I'm setting up all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll never see these people again. And then they're always like, no, you do. They everybody around here knows who you are now. So I'm like, ah, I can't really use that phrase anymore. But that's like how I am in my head. Like it's so common these days to see other people taking pictures, taking videos, setting stuff up. It's so common that like it's, it's not that weird anymore. So like it might feel weird but really like nobody remembers oh that girl nobody's talking about you oh that girl like is taking nobody's nobody's talking about it nobody's worried about you there's so many bigger things to worry about too so if that's like what people have to talk about like me changing on the side of the road in the tent then I mean that's okay it's like a conversation starter or a conversation (laughs) you'll never believe what I'm looking at right now I'm looking at some girl getting in what looks like a porter potty that she set up by herself
1: it's okay some influencers in the (laughs) wilds but I love it. Like, I'm so here I, for I
0: tent. probably will make it on there one day. <laughs> I hope I see
1: you on there one day. I'm going to be, like,
0: rooting for you. Like, yes, girl, get yeah. it. That's, uh, how, that's how I feel like you know you made it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I agree. That's going to be, yeah. I look forward you're, to And if you're not on Influencers in the Wild, then clearly you're not being that wild. So
1: there you go. I mean, I cannot there's, wait to like, look it. up this tent. <laughs> I am, like, obsessed. Um. All right. So those, those are three great things to like either start you out or elevate you when it comes to filming and content creation. But what about, um, you know, the other side of your job with flyers is beauty and glam. But nowadays it's very different. We're wearing a mask and like, we've kind of like toned it down, which is awesome. We're just embracing natural skin, which I love. Um, what would you recommend?
0: Like, what are your three favorites right now? In terms of beauty. Okay. So I actually am probably the least glam girl on the team I like I am not into makeup I don't understand it um the other girls probably look at me like I'm crazy when they see me like just brushing stuff all over my eyes I don't know what I'm doing but I will say I use um Too Faced mascara because it's like it always is great Mm -hmm. plus then I always use like Ardell um wispy lashes um if you can do the wispy if you can do those you're not that bad at makeup I, I can do that. Um, and then let me think.
1: It can be like skincare product that you're loving. Because I feel like nowadays I'm more about skin than I am makeup because then you can rock the natural look, which I love.
0: That That's probably like, it's probably sad that I literally like know nothing about skincare regimens and stuff. I look at other people and I'm like, wow, they really put so much time and effort into this. And I really am just like, I look like a toe all the time, but I'll just like try to look less. You, like say you a toe look like a
1: toe, days. a toe, you know,
0: you know? Yeah.
1: I'm dead. I never heard that either. A toe. I need to use, But that you know, but
0: on game days, I just look less like one. And that's when I have my fake lashes on and yeah. So, what? I mean, I'm the worst for glam tips, but, but I mean, there, a lot of girls on the team put a lot of effort in. So I, I wish I could, I just, I, it's not for me. It's all right. It's
1: not, I appreciate it. And I think it's a good thing. No, I think it's a good thing to hear that from you because the stigma and like preconceived notion is that like girls that are either on a team like this or performers have to be all about the glam. And it's like cool to know that like, no, you don't. And if it's not your thing, like, yeah, that's I'm cool not. too
0: but i love when our sponsor salon does our makeup because man i look amazing. Yeah, so, you guys have like yeah. the
1: best hair, makeup, tanning spots you guys have. Yes, a good hookup.
0: Um, yeah, those are that's the good that's a good plug of it. I know.
1: Well, thank you so much for sharing everything. Where are you? I feel like are you booked to go film something after this today?
0: I am going to outdoor yoga today. What? I love
1: that. I never did outdoor yeah. yoga.
0: Oh my gosh, they have one. It's called Yoga on the Banks. It's just like these little yoga teachers that set up, um, kind of pop up whenever it's nice outside. And it's just by donation. So you can either give them five dollars or fifteen or twenty dollars, whatever you're feeling. You just bring your mat and just come and zen out. It's beautiful. Oh,
1: so you're gonna do the yoga and then also film a TikTok. Yeah. So I
0: normally like I'll normally just like set up my tripod and like kind of as we're doing it, I'll just check back a couple of times. But This like, I just love going to, and I don't think many people know about it. And it's like right on the river. So it's like beautiful. Uh, It's it's nice.
1: Did I just see you doing yoga with like alpacas? Alpacas. Dreaming. You did that,
0: right? Okay. No, I did. I did that on Sunday, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is this? There's alpacas walking by.
1: (laughs) Alpaca yoga, isn't that something? I, I knew I saw that on her stories. I was like, what is she doing now? Give her a follow, check her out. You're going to find a lot of cool spots that you did not know existed or experiences that you did not know you needed to try. Until then, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show so you don't miss the next episode. Leave a review on what you thought of this episode. And if you have someone that you are dying to get on here next, let me know in the comments. Leave us a nice rating. Did I forget to say anything? No, I don't think so. I hit that all. Well, until next time, have a fabulous week. Be safe. Be healthy. See you guys soon.